Hey everybody, Chris Gilmore from The Changing World Show, and we're coming into part four of our lessons from a 72-hour survival quest. So if you haven't caught the first three parts of this, then uh, check out my station, Changing World Show, on anchor.fm, because this is a continuation story about five people that went out into the wilderness on a knife-only wilderness survival quest. And I've been uh, doing this broadcast literally live, so I'm giving updates uh, as the experience unfolds. And in the last quest, uh, or in the last episode, we were starting to chat about a potential search and rescue mission that I was about to embark on because we were missing one of the participants. They weren't at their spot. So go back to episode three to catch up uh, as to where we're starting right now. So it's interesting. I'm coming out of the woods or coming back from my house now because remember I had been fasting and it had been, I think, 60, 68 hours at this point that I had gone without eating any food myself. So my first thought in going out on this search and rescue mission was, wow, okay, I need to get my blood sugar level up a little bit, um, get some fat into my system and get really hydrated to make sure that I have the energy to actually make good decisions now that there is a real potential risk on the landscape. So I went and packed up my backpack with a bunch of food and water and some emergency gear, you know, first aid kit, flashlight, compass, a bunch of that stuff and started heading back out to go meet up with the other facilitator who had gone to check in with the other four participants who were each out on their own in different parts of the landscape. So I met up with him a few minutes later and he had an update in that he had found the missing participants one of their water bottles and it was in an old shelter on the landscape from a few years ago and it was just a half-made shelter. It definitely wouldn't have been one to keep you warm. Uh, there was no sign of a fire there but now we had another track of this person on the landscape and fortunately, this is when things really shifted on our end, he found uh, one of the participants had actually seen the missing participant a couple hours early. So now we had this really interesting question going on in our head. So this participant obviously has not drank in very much water. We've been out 48 hours and they've probably drank in half a liter of water in 48 hours, which really isn't a lot. And they have not touched their sleeping bag in 48 hours and there's no sign of them sleeping in a warm shelter or making a fire. So we know that they're safe and alive. This is a good thing, but there's a lot of questions as to what's going on with them. So anyways, we decide to go about our way. And at this point, we're not as worried and we're not as concerned. So fortunately, I didn't break my fast right away. I filled up my backpack with food and I'd set this plan that if I did not find the person within half an hour, then I was going to break my fast, restock with sugars, fats, and then uh, coordinate the search and rescue plan. And what we were thinking with the search and rescue plan is I basically kind of mapped out the major areas of the property and I was going to pull all the participants in, get them all fed with some sugar and some fat and some good protein to keep them going for a little bit. And we were going to work in teams of three because there would have been six of us and fan out. Uh, one group was going to fan across this ridge between the lake and the top of a hillside and the other group was gonna fan out across the top of the hillside. So if you can imagine people being kind of 50 feet away from each other in the woods, and we're all gonna do our best to kind of walk in unison, although we would have been spread out over quite a large area. And we were basically gonna fan all the way back to this uh, dirt road that I knew was probably about a kilometer, kilometer and a half back into the woods. And once we got there, if we had not found any fresh sign or found the person, my plan was that we were going to call local authorities to pull in search and rescue at that point. But this plan changed once we had word that somebody had actually seen that person that morning and we found the water bottle in a different shelter, which suggested they had been sleeping in a different shelter. So I decided not to eat anything at this time to maintain my fast. Super thankful that I did. And I began to go around and check in with all the different participants and get their version of 
um, get basically hear their story of what their last 48 hours had been like living out on the land by themselves and what lessons they were learning and what walls they were hitting, what struggles were coming up and offer a little bit of, you know, mentoring in this moment and sharing some stories or just whatever come up for me, came up for me. So I went from participant to participant uh, and began to do some check-ins and I'm going to do an update on the check-ins in the next episode coming up very shortly.